You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 56. Why clear is not the same as basic and how being succinct does count as being sophisticated. This episode is all about making sure that your teen's writing is succinct and clear and have them avoid the temptation of being overly wordy or trying a little bit too hard to sound sophisticated. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hey there, VIPs. I hope you're really well and either surviving the end of term and end of semester or enjoying the school holidays, depending on your state and school system. I know that my friends over in the UK are just finishing up their finals with GCSE exams and A-levels, which always brings back memories for me, especially because I just had, just over a week ago, my birthday. And back as a teenager in England, I always had an exam on my birthday, in those exam years at least anyway. So both for GCSEs and for A-levels, I had an exam on my birthday. It just never fell as one of those years where you happen to get your birthday fall on a weekend or just not have one of my subjects be scheduled on that day. No, I always ended up with a formal exam on my birthday and it was harsh and not very fun, I have to say. And I know that right now a lot of Australia and New Zealand students have also been sitting semester exams or trials recently. So I think there are probably a lot of you parents and carers out there right now who are just breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief right now at having gotten through all of that. And I'm hoping that what I'm going to share today here on the podcast might also bring a little bit of relief to you and your teens as well, because I'm going to explain why your teen being clear in their writing is more important and more rewarding in terms of the marks and the grades that they get than them trying to sound all fancy or sophisticated, especially if trying to be fancy and sophisticated, can actually verge into being a little bit confusing or waffly or vague or unclear. Now, I first shared this information and these insights on my recent Facebook Live, and I had a lot of feedback from parents who were there live and found it really helpful, or in fact, caught it on the replay, and I'll share with you how you can go do that. But what I won't be sharing here is the open Q&A that followed on that live, because actually... This advice on being clear rather than verbose was just a little intro to our June open Q&A session. Because every month I now host a live Q&A on the Rock Solid Study Facebook page where you or your teen can ask me anything you like about study, exams, even hit me up with a real exam question or essay question that might be stumping them in some way. Definitely you are welcome to test me on those things. 
And I often start out on these live Q&As by delivering a few bonus tips or my latest observations and insights. And I like to do that because as I'm on camera, rather than just talking to you through a microphone, I will also be able to sometimes have visuals, which means that I can do things a little bit differently than I can on the podcast. So not necessarily better, but a little bit differently, which is really nice. Plus, I do love the two-way interaction and being able to explain things in real time. And of course, the fact that you get to pick my brain for free for the information that you or your teen want in that moment so that we can have a two-way communication system rather than me just always delivering things one way, either here on the podcast or through emails. So if you don't already like and follow the Rock Solid Study Facebook page, then definitely do that and join me live on the third Wednesday of each month throughout the rest of 2023. I've committed to doing these lives for the remainder of this year. Plus, if you go over there, you can find all of our past live session recordings to get some more bonus tips, see any answers to things that you might not have even thought to ask before. So definitely go check that out. And maybe... There will be something in this episode that will be one of those things you might not have even thought to ask about or consider for you or your teen. So let's dive in to why clear does not mean basic and being succinct is not just about being simple. It is actually a feature of being sophisticated because how your teen writes and their What I call QWC, quality of written communication, is one of the six elements of exam technique. And I cover those six elements in detail in Catapult 6 for all of you with teens in the 10-week grade transformation program. But it is definitely also applicable to their assignments or reports or essays. And the problem is, or the problem that I see with a lot of students right now, is that when they are trying a little bit too hard to sound fancy or make their writing high quality or to sound smart, it can sometimes actually reduce the clarity of their writing and therefore also reduce their marks. So let's break this down a little bit. There are some elements of their writing that will directly correlate to marks. So that might be things like using subject-specific terminology, knowing and using keywords and definitions appropriately. But generally, what I'm seeing quite a lot of and what I've been coaching students on quite a lot recently, hence why I wanted to share a little bit about it here, is this trying a little bit too hard to sound smart and sophisticated and having it blur into becoming a little bit confusing for the reader, i.e. the marker, or becoming a bit waffly or just verbose and overly wordy in their delivery. So if your teen is someone who struggles to write with sophistication, whether that's in their word choices and vocabulary, which maybe aren't as varied or expansive as they could be, or maybe their writing just sounds a little bit pedestrian where their sentence structures are always quite simple, then this is actually going to be good news for them. Not that they shouldn't still aim to increase their vocabulary or use higher level terminology, but the good news here is that clarity always trumps sophistication. And if your teen is on the other side of things and is able to or does naturally write in a more sophisticated and high quality way, then this will be a bit of a checkpoint for them to make sure that it is also extremely clear. 
And one other thing that I do want to quickly note, almost caveat a little bit here, is that it is also important that your teen is adapting their writing and the style of their writing to the genre or the audience or the task type that they are completing or writing for. And in English, this is likely to be worth some marks explicitly. And in other subjects, it may well be considered as part of their quality of written communication. But again, If that comes at the expense of confusion or waffle or making it difficult for the marker to follow their points or deduce their arguments, then the benefits will be outweighed by the negatives. The content and the actual points in the response are always more important than the way that they are written. Okay, so those are a couple of ways that writing quality or vocabulary and writing style do or at least can indeed count towards your teen's mark or grade. But the importance of having a clear and concise response to the question or a clear and focused argument or a clear and succinct report is always more important. If something is beautifully written, but the marker can't make sense of it or really grasp what your teen is trying to say or determine whether they are truly answering the question, then your teen is unlikely to score highly. And the thing that spurred me on to really share this, both in the Facebook Live and now here on the podcast, was that I had a student I was coaching recently in Next Level. And they are a high-achieving and able student, and so their vocabulary and their subject knowledge are very high. But they were making the marker work too hard. I went through a final piece that they had written, and... I was reviewing like a final draft of a piece that they had written and I had to tell them, make it easy for the examiner to give you marks. Don't wear them out. Don't make them wonder if you're actually going to get to the point. Because here's what happened. I'd read through about three quarters of their introduction and although I got the gist of what they were saying and I could see what their thesis statement was getting at, It just wasn't that clear. It wasn't easy to deduce. And as we went through it together and I shared this observation with them, they said, don't worry, it'll make more sense later. And I pulled them up on this. Kindly, but clearly. (laughs) Clearly, huh? (laughs) Because like I said, they are a high standard student and the coaching we were doing was on the small but mighty nitty gritty details that would take them from maybe a B plus to an A or an A minus to an A plus. If there had been more glaring, lower criteria issues that needed addressing more than this, then I may not have mentioned it. Because students have got to work on the things that are their current block. There's no point in sorting an A grade tweak when other aspects are still stuck at C grade, for example. But in this situation, I explained to the student that even though that might be the case, things might get clearer later on in their writing. You don't want the examiner to have to read on in order to be able to understand the point that you're trying to make now. They shouldn't have to go back and reread what you wrote earlier to be able to join the dots. And this is really part of having a structured and logical piece of writing, a strong response. And having said all that, I knew that they would actually be pretty loath to almost, I'll say simplify, They'd be loath to simplify their writing because they think that simple means basic. And your teen might be thinking this too. So I also shared with them 
that the clearer your writing is from the very start, the more knowledgeable you look as a student, the more powerful your writing is, the more competent you come across to the examiner. They need to know, the examiner needs to know exactly each point you are making so that they know that you know. The point being that clarity is powerful and shows confidence and being able to put something across in a succinct way actually shows skill and sophistication. So yes, high quality vocabulary and more complex sentence structures are valid in terms of the quality of the writing, but clarity trumps sophistication every time if there's any confusion coming along with that sophistication. If the marker isn't sure exactly what you're trying to say or can't be sure that you're really answering the question, it doesn't matter how brilliant the QWC, the quality of written communication is, the mark is going to be low. And you might have seen this if ever you or your teen have read something that sounds super sophisticated, super smart, or they've written something in that way and then still come out with a low mark. This is likely what is going on. And on the note of marks and grades, I'll share with you a little bit of proof on this in the form of mark scheme criteria and examiner feedback, just in case you or your teen are doubting this advice. So first up, it's worth just considering the adjectives used in each of the levels of descriptors that your teen might get. So at the lower end, we might see a descriptor with things like attempts to link or attempts to make a judgment. Now, that could mean that the student just doesn't do it very well, or a student could end up in this band because even though they wrote about whatever it was that was required, their point just wasn't clear enough. Maybe the examiner couldn't discern exactly what that link or judgment was because it was too waffly or vague or confusing. And at the higher end of the descriptors, we might see adjectives like effectively or discerning. And yes, that will relate to the detail and the content, but it will also relate to the clarity. If a student effectively explains or writes a discerning analysis, then it has to be clear. If it isn't clear, if it isn't succinct, then it isn't going to be effective. And it certainly isn't going to be discerning. And following on from this, I actually went and found some chief examiner reports to see how clarity and succinctness are reflected in these. Now, chief examiner reports, or sometimes they're called retrospectives or just examination feedback, these can all be found online. They are out there for free. They are an absolute goldmine. They give a lot of the what. They don't really give a lot of the how, but they do give a lot of the what in terms of what they are looking for. And they are produced after all external exam papers for that cohort, for that year, for that exam have been marked and the scores or the marks or the grades have been reviewed. And this report is like a post-match analysis <laughs> that gets written up and every single question gets reviewed. Now, I'll put the link for this one that I'm going to refer to here, which is the HSC Advanced English Paper from 2022. I'll put that in the show notes so you can go to that link, but you can go Google this for your team's own exam boards. And if you do, you will see that clarity and writing in a succinct way 
are things that are picked up on year after year and across all different subjects. So I'll give you a couple of examples from this particular paper. From question two from the 2022 HSC Advanced English Exam, the exam board wrote that in better responses, students were able to provide a coherent and succinct analysis. Now, that was just one of three bullet points listed for that question. Providing a coherent and succinct analysis was one of the characteristics of answers that scored highly. It actually includes that word succinct. And then in question five, it says that one of the areas for students to improve included writing a succinct and clear response that addresses all parts of the question. And I found this one really interesting because I think there's a good reason that that statement is all one bullet point. Technically, writing a succinct and clear response could have been one bullet point and addressing all parts of the question could have been a whole other area to improve. But in this case, given that they are a one bullet point statement, I would predict that that means that it was hard to tell if a student was really answering all parts of the question, if their writing was vague or wordy or unclear or confusing in some way for the marker to mark. So rather than your teen aiming to use high level language and trying to sound sophisticated and smart, get them to show that sophistication and show that they are smart by having them aim instead to be clear and concise. Because clarity means the marker doesn't have to work hard to award them credit. Being concise means that they can present a powerful argument, thesis statement, or answer. Because succinctness is a skill and clarity shows confidence. And coming across as a confident student who can create a direct aka powerful, response is the best way to impress the marker. They can still use high-level language and vocabulary and complex sentence structures, and they should definitely be using subject-specific terminology. But they also want to use as few words as possible to present their idea and stay focused on their response. Those words do not need to be basic or simple but they do have to be clear. Have a brilliant rest of your week. Make sure to follow Rock Solid Study on Facebook so you can join me for our live monthly Q&As. Start jotting down your questions now if you want to. And for those bonus tips that I'm sharing on there. And I will see you back here on Tuesday for another episode of the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Bye. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.